Welcome to episode 5 of the Accolade Movie Cast. I'm your co-host Logan. I'm Lance. And today we are talking about the 2018 Halloween movie, which is the third movie named Halloween. Let's go. It was directed by David Gordon Green. Yeah, so it is... So the Halloween series, there are, I think, 10 or 11 movies. Uh, it's very confusing. I've only seen like four. There's multiple timelines... But this one, it's just the original 1978 Halloween and this one. That's all you need to know oh, about that. A sec- is it, does no, it skip the second one? Yeah, that's not part of it. That's not part so of the So the night story. ends when Michael falls off yes, the Yes, he, he disappears. Oh, okay. I haven't seen the second Halloween anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right. So, yeah, what... So the original story is Michael Myers is... I mean, basically, he's just an insane asylum patient. He killed his sister at, like, age six, and then uh, 20 years later or whatever it was... Uh, came back and tried to kill Laurie Strode, played by Jamie Lee Curtis. This is all from the original. And then failed and was shot and fell off a balcony. And then he disappeared. But in Halloween, the movie that we're talking about, the 2018 one, he had been captured after that. And so these like true, con- true crime podcasters try to like get him to speak by holding his mask to him. But eventually he is being transferred to a different prison and he breaks out of the bus. And then so... Jamie Lee Curtis is back as Laurie Strode, and she has a daughter and a granddaughter. And then the granddaughter is like, she gets chased by Michael Myers, and uh, Laurie has like a terrible relationship with her family, but that's because she forced her kid to like have gun training and like. Uh, but she like, says it like it's a bad thing. I mean, it's a bit intense. It's like, like there's like panic room trials and like. But but she was about to cry from like saying I learned how to shoot a gun at eight. Like, that's a bad thing. Yeah, I think it was more like... That's not... That was a weird scene. I think they, like, meant to imply that, you know, it was, like, torture. But the words they use is, like, I had to shoot a gun. And it's, it's like, like... She is, like, my mom taught me how to defend myself. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. It's, like, it's understandable, like, when you... Like, the visuals, like, show the intensity of it. But what she's saying, it's, like, I had to learn to fight and stuff. It's, like, okay... That's not that that's bad. That's just self-defense. Like, every five-year-old in karate learns Yeah, that's, like, one of the things that could have been written better, I feel like. Because that scene, it's like, okay, I get... I understand why it's bad, but, like, you know. They could have shown, like, Lori being, like, verbally intense. Yeah. Because I feel like she would have been, like, the one that's she like, you're like, gonna die if you don't do this. Yeah. But then... So, it basically, the movie ends up... Uh, Lori and her daughter and her granddaughter all end up at Lori's house with Michael hunting them. And the house is super cool because it's, like, it's where Lori lives and it was a training ground. But it's also, like, she has different things. It's a Michael trap. It's a Michael trap because she can, like, close off rooms once she's checked that he's not there. And then in the end of the movie, they trap him in a bunker where they were staying, like, staying hidden under their kitchen. And then they blow up the house. They light it on fire. But uh, Michael does his Michael thing and is nowhere to be seen in the fire. (laughs) Whoa, it's like he could be ashes or something. Yeah, it could be Ashes, or it could be related to the two sequels they already know. announced. I don't know if he's invincible or something, because he got punched in the face really hard and didn't even, like, flinch. Yeah. Or get a bruise or anything. Well, you don't know if he got a bruise. He's wearing a mask. No, that was when he wasn't wearing the mask in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, I guess. But you didn't see his face. You but... saw it, kind of. You saw, like, a little bit. And he, like, flinched, like, an inch, maybe, but then... Yeah. I still think... Okay, I think the mask is super cool, because it... It's supposed to be the same mask from the original. It's not, like, physically, but it looks pretty accurate as if it were. Yeah, I think the mask looks cool. Yeah, he finally does not have... Like, in the sequels, it just got really bad with his mask. Was masks. he blonde at one point? He was blonde at one point. There was, like, a pink one because they lost it for the reshoots, so they had to use this backup one. 
Like, it, it did not get... He looked like an alien in, I think, like, number five. And then some of them you could see his eyes. Yeah, I didn't like those either. Yeah, but this one is, like, good. It's it's the original. Yeah. So, OG Michael. Yeah. I think having the Michael and Laurie Strode thing again, it's really... It's one of the strongest parts of the movie. But they're not brother and sister anymore, which oh, yeah. I think is a welcome change. That was always kind of weird to me. I like how they say that it was, like, some conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, that's they just said that thing. But, yeah, it's, it's cool seeing how... There's also a lot of, like, reflection on that. Like, there are a bunch of shots that are mirrored from the original movie, but it's Laurie taking Michael's place. Like, uh, when his when her granddaughter looks out the window at school, that same shot happened, oh, yeah. but it was originally Michael. But in this movie, it's Laurie. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> this movie has a lot of references to the old ones. But they're not, like, overt. They're not, like... Do you remember what that happened? But if you've seen the older movies, you'd know what it was referencing. Like, I've seen the first one, and I didn't even pick up any of them. <laughs> but that's probably because it's been a while since I've seen uh, the first one. Yeah. Yeah, I think one... I think also, it's a really good blend of, like, the new slashers, like, you know, Friday the 13th type stuff, where those were much more gory, as well as, like, the subtlety of the original Halloween. Because the original Halloween's kills weren't that intense. Like, the, the biggest one in the original was Michael, like, picked up the dude and stabbed him through the oh, yeah, wall with a knife. And he was stuck to the door. And he was stuck to the door, yeah. Yeah, that one. That was, like, the most flashy one. And in this one, like, a lot of the really crazy ones are done off screen. Like, at one point, Michael just steals a dude's teeth and drops them over a bathroom door to, uh, to scare another person he's about to kill. Which, like, that's... T- you can see, like, the dude's jaw broken off and stuff. Oh, yeah, he also, like, bashes that guy's head in. Mm-hmm. And then, uh... With, like, a hammer. He impales that one kid on a, a fence. Oh, oh yeah. God. That scene was so good, though. In his jaw. But it was, like, it was so good because it was, like, the motion detector lights were why. Because it was, like, the kid was standing out there, and then there were motion detector lights, but he couldn't see Michael because Michael's whole thing is that he, like, stands still. And the kid was, like, talking to Michael as if he was the, the person who actually Yeah, like, the house him. owner. And it was also good because it was, like, that's, like, the only jump scare that was in the movie, I think, so it was really effective. Yeah, I like slashers a lot more than, uh... Conjuring-esque movies. <laughs> yeah. I don't... And, like, the, you know, Ouija and stuff. And, or... like, A Quiet Place. Okay. <laughs> call back. Call back to the last episode. I gotta call back or forward every in, time. You, in each episode. So, uh, I like that people actually die in the movie. That makes mm-hmm. it interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh... I think one of my... Fa- what was your favorite kill? I think my favorite kill was the... One of the cops who had his head turned into a jack-o'-lantern. I don't remember. It was at the safe house. The two cops that were sitting there were waiting for Michael. Like it's an off-screen kill, and comes back, and the dude's head is just like lit up, like it's a jack o' lantern. Oh dang, dude, it's crazy. What's your favorite kill from it? Well, the one, I, the only one I can think of is like the kid who got impaled by the jaw. That's true. That one's a pretty memorable one. Yeah, it was. Uh, and he was also like begging uh, the granddaughter of Lori to like come help him but she's like no you're just lying well that's also cause like she cause he like tried to kiss her beforehand and like she was rejecting his advances so like I do get why she'd be a little bit uncomfortable there I I mean if someone's dying though how would she know he was drunk but he was <laughs> screaming and uh like help me it, okay worst case scenario if you uh try and help someone who's like screaming like that is you you got you pranked show for no reason <laughs> But the worst case scenario is that person gets killed. Yeah. So if you weigh it out, it's really just worth it to go. Although, to be fair, she probably would have gotten killed if she had helped. So, I mean, you know, I, get, I get where she's coming from. 
I guess, but she could have, like, called the police or something. Well, she did. That's why the <laughs> cops were at Lori's house later on. Yes. <laughs> I still think the most, like, the coolest, most impressive thing, I'm, I'm torn between my two favorite scenes. Because one is that, like, two-minute long shot where Michael escaped, like, he's got his mask and everything, and he's back in the town. Or he's going through the neighborhood. Or he's going through the neighborhood, and he, Halloween. like, he takes the hammer, and he bashes the person's he's skull. He's just walking from people's houses. Yeah, and he, like, awesome. scares little kids, and he's, like, and then he, like, switches his hammer out for a knife. And, and people like, are just talking to him, like, oh, nice costume. Yeah, they, like, they think he's just a dude. <laughs> but then there's one really impressive shot where he, like, is staring at a window at somebody in her kitchen, and then oh, he yeah. walks around the house, but the camera doesn't move. Yeah, you and then see. you see her still moving around, and she comes up to the window, and she's, like, closing the window, and then he, like, stabs her through the neck. I and it's, the, like, it's so impressive, because they did that all in one take. There was no cuts. I like the scene with the uh, little boy that oh yeah, uh, the granddaughter's friend is... Is babysitting? Yeah, because he's hilarious. Yeah, he's, like... So he was, like... Generally, like, child actors aren't the best, but this kid was, like, actually funny. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently his lines were like improv or something. Improv? That like like he was just too. doing it like off the fly. I don't even think he was in. I don't know if he was in any other. And then he just sees Michael. And he's like, "Oh no, I gotta get out of here." <laughs> he just bails. That's the smart I'm, thing to do. He's, just, he really, he's the smartest character in the movie. He's exactly. just like, "I'm out. I'm done." Laurie's like, "Oh, I want him to escape so I can kill him." That's not smart. Yeah. Just go to the asylum and kill him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my other favorite scene is when is the very final part like, the final fight at Lori's house, because it's so different from, like, the original movie's climax, where she was, like, you know, terrified and, like, in the closet, and he was, like, punching through, because she's going through room by room and just, like, shutting everything down. It's, it's like, methodical, like... And then, uh, the daughter, like, gets to use the skills oh, yeah. that Lori... Yeah, like, the, the acting skills. She's like, oh, God, I can't do it when Michael, like... And then, like, the shooting skills, too. Yeah. I think that seems to be, like, a common theme, is that parents do something that seems unreasonable to the kid but then they end up uh it ends up paying off to, yeah and that happened in a quiet place yeah, too. call back call back <laughs> call back and uh in megamind no i'm kidding can't really think of any parallels there yeah no i'm Meg- no, not megamind i mean in spider-verse you know uncle aaron wanting his kid to or wanting his nephew to be better so i mean yeah call back to spider-verse the dad was just wrong right in spider-verse well, he was kind of right, but it never was realized that. I mean, it, he just didn't explain his point well. I think. He was basically like the go to school because uh, yeah, that's a good thing to do. But it was never like. But then, like once he well, that like heart to heart moment at the end where he's like, you know, I know I push you, but it's because I see something great in you. That's where he kind of explains himself. So that seems to be a common theme with yeah. a lot of movies. Yeah, same with Halloween. With you know, bring it back to Halloween, not just Spider Verse. Let's just go to every single movie we've done. <laughs> But yeah, like, you know, here in, in Halloween, she, you know, Lori, Lori, like, early on has a line where it's like, you know, even if my daughter hates me, if she's prepared for what happens, you know, I can live with that. And it comes full circle by the end it's of the movie. It's pretty respectable. Honestly. It really is. It's, you know, it's like, oh, I don't care if my kid hates me if they're alive, you know. I, it's kind of a, like, you're sacrificing your whole relationship with your daughter just so that they don't die. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, what's it called? Selfless? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, she's, like, a psycho illness in the woods by herself. Mm-hmm. And wasn't it... I can't remember. But the house was, like, a like a replica of the original house, right? That's what the whole thing there was. But the original house was in a neighborhood, right? No, no, no. Like, it wasn't the original house. Like, she replicated it, wasn't it? I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. I feel like that's what it was. It's been a while since... Or at least it was very similar to the original house. 
Yeah. Another thing that was just incredible was the score. Like that, dude, that main Halloween theme song. One of the best like, yeah, movie great. songs ever. It, I feel like they touched it up a little bit. It just <laughs> seems different than the original. They like remixed it a little bit. Yeah. Like not, not like remixed, but like, you know. Basically, use modern in the opening of like uh, the pumpkin. Oh yeah, like the original it, movie, it decomposes, but in this so one, it, it grows. Okay, that's why I thought it's regenerating. Yeah, because yeah, it's like Michael coming back. No, I never realized that the nose was actually like supposed to be the knife. Yeah, but, I didn't realize until this movie where they made it clearer. Yeah, it looks like Michael's on. The yeah, it looks like Michael holding the knife. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. There's just so many like subtle details. Like when I was rewatching, in um. At the gas station scene where the true crime podcasters before they're killed, one of the when the dude goes in and he like buys snacks or pays for the gas, I forgot what he does. But in the background, you can see Michael killing the mechanic, and that's how he gets his jumpsuit. Because you can, and it cuts to the mechanic's body later on in the movie. But if you pay attention in the back, you can see like Michael swinging his arm up and down. Uh, and there's so many that. shots, so many like things were just in the background you wouldn't notice like on a first viewing. But if you like really pay attention, you can see them. I don't... What do you think about the the podcasters, I guess, characters? I think... I don't know. I thought they were going to be in the movie a lot more, so I thought it was pretty interesting when they killed him, like, at the end of the first act. It was, like, right as... Michael basically got powered up after he killed him. <laughs> Just like in Scott Pilgrim, how he got powered up after he beat the Seven oh, Little X's. Call, call back, back. Call, call back. back. <laughs> you kind of have to... Uh, after watching the Friday the 13th re- uh, remake, I've been wary about thinking that the original the first characters they show are gonna be the that's true yeah it, like in the Friday the 13th remake they killed like all but one of them I was when everybody at the beginning died I was like why is the movie already over but it's like <laughs> nope that was just the opening scene that was, that like, was the cold open right it was like there. 20 minutes of an opening scene and it was pretty good yeah there are some people that think the, the dude pos- podcaster wasn't dead yet or like he, and he might come back but like he got a skull bashed in he really did so that's what I think he's like he's dead I think he's out but yeah, I thought it was... I don't know. They weren't the most compelling. Like, they were good. But I'm kind of glad they died. Because if it, this narrative was spit, split between them as well as, like, the Strode family drama with Laurie and her daughter and granddaughter, I don't think it would have been as good. I think the only thing they really uh, did was just give Laurie the money to give to her uh, granddaughter and give them an excuse to... To give him the mask. Oh, yeah, that... Because he stole it out of their car. And also, just like... Uh, for Lori to go talk to her granddaughter. Cause yeah. What do you think about the the boyfriend? I think the boyfriend is like... I don't know. Because, yeah, for Lori's granddaughter's boyfriend, he, like, you know, seems nice enough at first, but then he's, like, cheating on his... on. Uh, he kisses another girl. Yeah, he kisses another girl. And he throws her phone in... What does he throw her phone into? It looks like pudding. I thought it was pudding as well. But it could also be, like... But also, like... Why would there just be a giant bowl of pudding at a Halloween party? That's not what school dances are. Just like big <laughs> just bowls just of sitting around with giant bowls of pudding. And no. why is it full? Yeah, like no one was eating it. Although to be fair, I don't know if I would eat dance that. pudding. Dance pudding. Yeah, I don't know. That that one makes sense if it is. Him throwing her phone in the pudding made me not like him. I just didn't like him. I don't know. He he always seemed he seemed like that kind of guy who it's like oh he seems so nice. So I wasn't totally surprised when it was like he was cheating on her. He didn't get killed, though, I guess. His reason was kind of stupid. She took a phone call. Yeah. And he's all like, oh, he's like, well, I guess I hate now that you, she's no. on the phone, guess I gotta find a new girl. 
And then he throws her phone in the pudding because she thinks it's quote unquote so important or like yeah, something. Yeah, you know, like it's that. like, oh yeah, you're. She took one. Your call. family might get murdered, but pudding time. <laughs> so I guess since he didn't get murdered, my bet he's gonna come back in the sequel because there's already planned two sequels. And he's gonna get murdered in one of those. That is my bet. Yeah, that'd be cool. Playing it, placing it down right now. Okay. But yeah, I thought he was kind of like a, kind of a jerk. Not the best. Character. I think he was meant to be like a jerk. I, yeah, I think he was. And. He was probably just to set up why she doesn't have a phone and also why the other kid dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, God, imagine being him. Imagine being like, oops, someone died because of me. <laughs> yeah, like, wait, does he even show up anymore in the movie? No. He's just kind of there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting because they have a lot of side characters that, like, that still have p- potential. Or I guess, you know, they had side characters. They murdered them, but. You know, they have a couple still around, like the, the little boy that was hilarious, the babysitted kid, and that boyfriend, and so... There's still some characters kicking around for the sequels. Uh, when, um... The guy who works at the Insane Asylum... Uh, oh, yeah, like the Dr. Loomis, too. At the beginning, he is like, oh, I feel bad for Michael because he's getting transferred to a different asylum. Yeah. And I realize that that kind of sets up for, like... Because he, um, he crashed the bus and then and he ends up he's like in like, love with Michael or something. Or like yeah. he's fascinated by him. He made me angry when he killed that cop. Yeah, and then he like pops God, that was kind of hilarious that we pops up with a Michael Myers mask like on his head. <laughs> it just looks really dumb. And then Michael Myers survived getting hit by a, a truck, was it? That's happened before though. Yeah. It's no, it was just a police car. Oh. Yeah, I mean, well, he's, he's taken worse. He's he's gotten blown up before. And he's still like, been fine. He's really old, and he can survive a bunch of things. Yeah, at this point, see the thing is, I don't know. With this movie, it's interesting. I was gonna ask you, what do you think about Michael? Because in the original, he was just a dude. This like, one, he's kind of just like a really strong dude. Yeah, he's kind of like you know, he's not quite Jason Voorhees level yet. Maybe he's like early Jason Voorhees, where he's just like, like really part strong. Part two, Jason Voorhees. Yeah, like part two or part three, where like. And he actually not, did anything when he got hit. Yeah, where he's not reincarnated by lightning. Yeah, those are... God, Friday the 13th is good. Yeah. I like Friday the We'll cover that in the future. That's like a super far away call It's like a whole series. Yeah. So, overall, what do you think about the movie? You know, what are your, what are your big thoughts on it? I think it's good, and I'll likely watch it again. Yeah, same here. And I that's think it's like one of the biggest determiners of a good movie, is if you can keep watching it on subsequent viewings. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good. I'm excited for the sequels. Obviously, the people who made this reboot slash sequel cared a lot more than the other people. Rob Zombie. Yeah, Rob Zombie was doing something. I didn't watch those ones. Totally different than what it was. But, uh, yeah, so I'm excited. I thought it was really good return to form. And I wonder if it's going to have the same effect, like where the original Halloween made slashers big for the first time. I wonder if we're going to see, like... Yeah, maybe they'll revive Slash. Exactly, like, really like, like New Friday the 13th. I really like Slash. Nightmare on Elm Streets. And, like, the Chucky series is still going on, so... Oh, yeah, they brought... But they're about to re... Or they just did re... I forgot, they rebooted it, and I just totally didn't watch that movie. I, I, it kind of flew under It seemed the radar. kind of boring. It, it, like, there was not much marketing. This is a review of... <laughs> no. All right, so, with the Halloween... I'm thinking, like, 7.5. What like, did I give Quiet Place? Are you just going to be like, I'll give it... You gave Quiet Place a 7. Uh, I'm giving this one I give it a 7 or a 7.5? You gave it a 7. I thought I gave it a 7. No, I gave it an 8. Um, what did I give Megamind? I don't know. 8? Eight? 8. Um, just, what do you give eight. this one? 8. eight? I think okay. it's as good as I give this one 7.5. You give it 8. Alright, and then next week, we are watching a movie 
I found on Hulu and I'm super excited for. It's called The Man Who Killed Hitler and Then the Bigfoot. So until then, I'm Logan. I'm Lance. And goodbye. Goodbye.